Welcome to the creep side. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the creep side. This is your host, Mr. Menthol. Reading you another terrifying tale written by yours truly, Mr. Menthol. Tonight's story is called Like Father, Like Son. I've been in this cabin for a while now, just by myself and my dog Trigger. It has just been us since Mama passed away three winters ago. God, I miss her. She always always had that way with things that would make the world seem not as big as you might think. She always had a warm smile and better yet, had a warm meal ready at all times of the day. One of them few women that can hunt, clean, and cook. My job was always tend to the garden for her vegetables and splitting wood when she needed it. My Paul was no longer with us. Mama said he died out in the woods when I was just a little baby. I don't have much to remember him by, except of course an old pocket watch, with his mama's face in it. Looked like a handsome, gruff young man, with a blank stare into the camera, dead eyes. Kinda scary if you ask me. So in the morning I start the day by checking the traps or critters and birds and off to chorn in the garden. Then after the tomatoes, cucumbers, and corn, I pick them, take them into my pack, and walk due south to the river nearby to wash them. And after a long trek back with a pack full of food and a bucket full of cooking water, I start splitting logs for the fire. While splitting logs in this particular day, I heard something coming from the woods. Sounds like footsteps of some critter. Probably a coyote. Hopefully not a bear. I ignore it and get back to chopping. Mama always said if I followed the rules she had taught me, that I'll survive in these woods. Never fetch for water at night. Never let the fire die. If you hear something funny, grab trigger and go inside. Be sure to hang snakeskin on the door. And never, under any circumstances, whistle into the woods at night. Seems like some silly rules to me, but Mama lived here her entire life, so who was I to disobey them? I grabbed Trigger, making sure I hung the snake's skin up on the door like she said, then headed inside. The night was still. No bugs, no birds, just dark, quiet stillness. It started as a low growl, then became a snarl as Trigger leaped up and pointed himself out the door. Now, I replaced that door with five half cuts of bog mahogany just last summer. Damn thing took forever to shape, but I know the door is strong. I could hear whatever it was out there. I could hear it in my garden, crushing my ripe tomatoes, knocking over a pile of fresh cut wood. The, damn it, took me all day to cut. As fast as it happened, it was gone. Trigger calmed down some by the night and went back to being quiet. Well, figuring I was safe when I heard crickets and saw Trigger asleep in front of the fireplace, so I threw a few large logs in the fire and went to bed myself. I woke up as soon as the sun peeked over the valley. Trigger had already been whining at the door needing to do his business. When I opened the door, I noticed long footprints in the dirt. Now, I ain't the smartest man in the world, but I know 
when something ain't right. Those footprints had only three toes on each foot and damn things were as big as my arm. Ain't no damn bear or anything else I'd ever seen out here. But mama always said that there were some critters in these woods that God had forgotten about. I did not rightfully know what she meant until now. As I was chopping the wood, I suddenly remembered that the garden needed tending to. First, last night had me all sorts of mixed up. The garden was expected destroyed. I had to rush and find sticks and twine to string up the tomatoes, just so they won't be dying any faster. I got the tomatoes up, but revealed all that of the potatoes and carrots have been dug up. Didn't know if it was a small critter or a large one, but I had to go check the traps. Once it got to them, they were all destroyed as well, so I had to rig up the best thing I could. Couldn't go hungry tonight. Planned on stew. Fuck. I needed water for the stew, and the sun was going down. I rushed back to the cabin, set the bucket on the porch so I can go fetching the water in the morning. Trigger! Trigger! No signs of my dog. That husky was old, but he loved to explore. Especially if and he caught the scent of something interesting to him. I grab the axe in the bucket and I go looking for him. Should have brought the torch, but I could hardly see anything. The full moonlight was only so helpful. It did get brighter when I reached the river. I kept calling out. Trigger! Then, I done did the stupidest thing I've ever done. And to this day, I wish I hadn't have done it. I whistled for my dog. The forest went quiet. I armed myself with an axe and stood by the bank, frozen with fear. That's when I heard the footsteps, slow pacing and advancing towards me. I kept still thinking whatever it was out there, I would just get bored and go away. Till I saw the tallest damn figure it ever looked like in my life. Damn thing looked like a human from afar. As I got closer, I could tell him weren't no damn human though. Some bitch must have been seven to eight feet tall. Long scaly arms that swayed side by side with every uneven step. Kind of like he was learning to walk for the first time. That face will forever haunt my mind though. Looked like some sort of snake, but you know, like the squeezing kind, not like the venomous kind. Had that long nose and blank dead eyes. He moved slowly towards me, and something in me just snapped. I rushed to a max at the ready and swung, just as I thought I'd hit him. I realized <laughs> I didn't. White hot pain instantly through my body. The monster had grabbed both my arms mid-swing and dug his claws in him. He then picked me up, blood running down my arms and pain shock waving through my entire body. He brought me face to face and hissed out. And with that, he lunged for the kill. <coughs> Trigger, my loyal to a fault dog, came up and bit that old snake thing right on the shoulder, just hard enough to be letting go. Thinking of my dog, I picked my axe back up and stuck it in his back. One loud, sickening thud later, and the monster's back to his knees. Trigger lay next to him, whimpering. Sleep well, old dog. You deserve the rest. You've treated your friend good until the end. I walk around and face the monster and make him look me on the eye before the killing blow. And then the damn thing started shrinking. The more it shrank, the more lifeless it was. Until I swear to God to this day, it changed into a person. But not just any person. My Paul. Sure, he was older, but those eyes. I opened up my pocket watch just to be sure. The eyes were the same. The same dead look in his eyes. I picked Trigger up and took him back home to bury him and dress my wounds. I sat in front of my unlit fireplace and just breathed. Supposing I couldn't help myself but to think. 
Like father. Like. Thank you for listening to my story tonight on the creep side. I want to give a shout out to Sisters of David and the Bone Breaker on the Slasher app for liking this comment and continually to support my podcast. You guys are absolutely amazing. And until we meet again, just remember. The world has always had a creep side. We are here to show it to you. Ha, 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 ha.